0: Fortress is under siege. Our enemy is near. Make ready the army. Upwards of seventy thousand strong shall fight to the death. Bring me the knights of the Crown Table.
1: Welcome back to the Knights of the Crown Table podcast. I'm Miles here with Kyle. How you doing, Kyle? Well, doing well. And Matt, how are you, Matt? Doing good
2: after the uh, Chicago win, Miles. You know oh, what I mean, good. sir
1: oh yeah it feels really good we've had a lot of wins lately what is it six out of the last seven we've won it's insane mm-hmm. it's been really good and we got a little do a little celebration here because we are just now recording our 10th episode of the podcast so what? a little milestone here for night's the crown table but uh yeah just also wanted to remind everybody that we do live streams for every game we'll be live on youtube and twitch both are knights of the crown table you can check those out uh sometimes facebook not right now i'm in facebook jail with the account but we'll get back to that um and we'll announce that but yeah just wanted to let you know if you check us out there on youtube and twitch will be live during every game both usl and mls and leagues cup whenever that's around but we'll be live for those. but listen First overreaction that we have is it's time to go ahead and put some respect on Latanzio's name, Kyle. How you feel? Is it time that we go ahead and retire and make it Latanzio Field after Bank of America is no longer <laughs> the sponsor?
0: Oh man, he, he's put together some nice uh, some some nice wins here, some nice results. Um, I, uh, I don't want to I don't want to you know crown him. King of the King of the field forever, uh, but he, he's done a decent job. You know his sub patterns, uh, especially in this last game. I know you you had literally just called for it on the uh, on the main account mm-hmm. before Cambridge came in. Um, that was that was an amazing sub. To bring him in. Um, you know I know we were kind of thinking maybe Enzo would come off, uh, but pulling Lindsay off and putting Cambridge there, dropping DJ back. You know, that that was a great great move that ended up paying off, you know, rather spectacularly for uh, both Cambridge and the club. Um, You know, wins over ATL, we had a lot more of that attacking style during that game. Both, you know, both games were kind of two totally different games. Uh, In Atlanta, it was very attack forward. It was, let's go get the goals versus chicago it was kind of a almost a reversion to playing out of the backfield and getting what we can when we could um you know and it was a tale of two halves really that first half it was seeming like oh no here we go again get that fluky goal and uh we're just gonna have to you know bite the bullet on a 1-0 loss and then he makes that sub at the perfect time uh he's turning it around. I always keep saying the words I always say are, uh, sustained su- success, right. sustained success. There we go. <laughs> um, you know, I, I always say I need to see it and, and every, you know, he's sustaining it right now. So we'll see if we can get it, you know, to continue. We got a tough test coming up with uh, Nashville. Uh, so we'll see if they can continue it. If they, if they continue this run with Nashville, if we can get a draw or, you know, even, you know, come away with that win. Uh, he'll, he'll slowly get me over to his side. He, you know, he's, you know, I, I'm, I'm not holding up the shirt as he's walking out the tunnel right now, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm waiting to see if, if we can, uh, move ourselves solidly further up the table. So, uh, Matt, what are you thinking about Latanzio? Yeah,
2: he's definitely, he's definitely stepped his game up. Um, you know, from, from the beginning of the season, like, I don't know. Maybe the uh, Latanzio out stuff kind of fired him up. Right. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but but I mean, I, I I think it's you know, or I'll say it's time for I'll put or I'll put some respect on his name because, um, like he's done, or he's done what I wanted uh, to see done. So you know, we um, we beat New York, uh, NYCFC beat orlando would beat atlanta united um so we beat chicago so now if he comes if he comes in and we um you know we get a good result if we win at nashville then man like that would be awesome but but like i'll say for you know for right now like i will put some respect on his name because he's like he stepped up the team has stepped up um and gotten you know gotten the job done basically you know when it needed to or when it needed to get done like you know we're in seventh or we're in seventh place right now and i know you know there's the season's not, not over yet and uh it's a long season but like like we're you know this is i don't i think this is the highest we've ever been in the table since you know even from last year if I'm not mistaken, that
1: sounds um, about right.
2: So, so yeah, like we just gotta keep we just gotta keep it up. Like with these teams, with these teams, or um, like Chicago, who just let you have possession and you know kind of pass it around, pass it around, mm-hmm. like. I feel like we don't have the creativity right now in the final third to to, you know unlock that you know block or whatever it is uh if teams just sit sit back and let us have possession i i mean i wish that um you know that we had some more creativity but I would I don't know if I would rather see latanzio like what would it look like if he tried to try to really like attack uh, attack those teams that sit sit back on us I don't know if he's thinking like well if we lose the ball uh, they're just gonna burn us on the counter or what but um so but yeah but for this but for this topic right here like I'm I'll I'll put respect on Latanz's name for for the job he you know uh what he's he's done and what the team's done um it's just been like night and day from the beginning of the season so um Miles what what do you think about you are you ready to uh put that respect on his name
1: Uh yeah I mean I think you got to give credit where credit's due or it's not time to Build Latanzio statues outside of Bank of America Stadium, but it definitely no. He's he's made some changes that have been beneficial because it seemed like we were just too focused on you know being too defensive or like having these low scoring games and not trying as much. But he's changed it. It's like ever since he went to the Crown Legacy game, he's just changed dramatically. He's been able to come back with this new skill set and. New formations, or I don't know what's happened. Maybe just everybody saying Latanzio out and Cornetta out. It's like, boom, he's flipped the switch and everything's working. And you know, we're in a stretch where if you go back and listen, we were very worried about this stretch of games where we were like, these are some of the top teams, these are teams that we should struggle against, these are teams that get performances, and we were worried about everything. And we're still alive in the open cup, which we have that game coming up, and then we have, like we said, won six of the last seven games. Like it this is insane. We're seventh place right now on the table in the East. I mean we're we have hope, you know, and now we're stepped up. Yeah, we've really stepped up and I know it's still kinda early to say the, you know, well, we're definitely making the playoffs, but we're in that spot right now and we have a game and we've played an extra game but we're getting results that we needed and that we weren't getting earlier in the year which is huge for us but 100 percent give some respect to Latanzio. like i said no time to rename in the building after him or <laughs> put the Latanzio statues up but uh definitely uh, excited for that
0: and and the fact that he's doing it with the injuries and the things that are going on around the club you know i know that a lot of that's in the past but especially the injuries now how we just when one gets back another goes out you know juzziak goes out for a while and then he gets hurt again and he's out again Mm -hmm. for him to be able to you know find something to push through i i didn't think you know personally i didn't think he could do that i didn't think he had the ability to to command the locker room like that but it seems like he has you know really won the guys over um Seems like like you said, since he watched Crown Legacy and Tavares, it seems like it has been a light switch that just kinda you know. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I mean I'm I'm not gonna complain that the, the coach that I, you know, particularly didn't like and, you know, didn't think was the the guy to hire last year. Uh you know, I I'm not complaining that he's doing well. i d I'd like to see success, you know. I'd like right. to see it whoever it is.
1: Exactly. So it's Tavares' time to get a statue built out front. He's the one that inspired exactly. Latanzio. That's that's what I'm
0: understanding. To where that. we're going.
1: <laughs> and uh, we finally his name we on the won the
0: field. A,
2: we finally won a game. You know where we had where we had majority possession. How about that?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was. I mean, that was an insane game because it was not just that. I mean, we get the win at home with the with the whole ref controversy with going down with a sub that comes on. I mean, it was literally like we had all the reasons to lose that game and we still pulled it off. So I'm really happy with the outcome and with what Latanzio has done. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, talking about the drama that kind of brings in the next (laughs) conversation there, Kyle, tell us, tell us a little bit about that. So uh,
0: talking about, yeah, talking about, you know, Latanzio and how he's able to, you know, maybe, change his play formation his play style uh the next one is uh Petty's play style is just way too dramatic and he's got to change something he's got to get away from the dives and the argumentative uh uh combativeness that he has out on the pitch uh what do you think about Capetti and his the way he does things out on the field
2: oh okay is my i'm going alright um, yeah yeah. Sorry about that, right? uh, yeah, i mean yeah i mean i i don't think um i don't think that i don't think he's he's doing it if i don't think copetti's doing it to try to be you know to try to like draw attention to himself i just think i just think he wants to win and um I just think it's that passion in him that like you know he just wears it on he just wears it on the sleeve, you know. There's some there's some players who internalize but he you know he wear, like or he wears it on the sleeve from what, you know, or from definitely like what we see on the on the pitch. And um like like yes his play you know in the beginning of the season like or I think we would agree that he hasn't he hasn't helped himself with the refs um in terms of you know they think or it seems like they think you know he's just diving to try to get calls and whatnot and you know that might be the case sometimes but um I would like to see you know if I was like if I I think if I was or I think if I was with tanzio you know, I would just you know, tell him, like, you know, just just play the game. Don't worry about the refs. Like, you know, if you get contact, you know, if you get contact and you do go down and you don't get it, you know, let's, I mean, just get back up and, let's, and just play the game. Just like, you know, because if he's if he's trying to, if he's trying to draw, you know, draw fouls, you know, maybe there are some times where he, you know, if he would play through it, maybe like he would score. I, you know, I don't, I don't know how many times, you know, I have to go back and look at, look at the footage from, from the times like he's been fouled. But, um, but I just think his performances, you know, in the first part of the season, have not helped him with the refs. Um, so it's like now just tell him like, Hey, forget about the refs. Just play the game. You know, don't worry about what they're doing. Just worry about what, you know, worry about what you do, worry about your position. Um, so that's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my take. Um, What do you think, Miles? I think
1: that he's, true dramatic i mean just honestly i think he needs to understand what he's doing is not gonna work in this league like that did previously in like the argentine league he's uh, a little dramatic um there's been a lot of controversy with it i feel like he'd get the benefit of the doubt more if he wasn't diving as often or taking you know every touch that he takes just falls Uh, i feel like for instance you know even latonji has talked about it and talked about it as his like attitude and everything and it's just that situation is not going to work well and it's not going to give him any benefit of the doubt so when any ref sees him fall down the first thing they're going to be like oh yeah i've seen this dude this is what he does right so if something actually happens like for instance the first one which i think should have went to var to be reviewed they're going to not going to give him that benefit of the doubt. And it's just going to seem more dramatic. And then it's just, he's eventually going to get carded for sim or, uh, what do they call it? Simulation. So mm-hmm. it, it's like, mm-hmm. it, he's going to hurt himself more and it's not helping the team. And he needs to try it. I even think that he affected a potential goal last night when he was calling for a handball. I think it was in the second half. He was calling for a handball and he went to complain to the ref about it but instead he if he would have paid attention I think he would have had an easy tap in or at least been one on one with the with the goalkeeper so there's just some stuff like that that I think needs to be sorted out and I know he's like the DP but if if he's going to continue to do this like I'm not honestly I'm not too opposed to moving on from him because it's just it's distracting and I get sometimes like there's some bad calls but like it has always been this way, you know, always. And I I just, I just get tired of it, but maybe we can get him to slow down something to that extent. But How how do you feel about it, Kyle?
0: Yeah. uh, Last night was one of the nights we saw it really get over the top, you know, maybe on that first one, there was a, you know, an argument to be made for at least a VAR penalty or VAR check um, to see if there was a penalty, the the one towards the end definitely. I don't think there was anything. And like you said, if he continues to play play through it, he has an easy tap in, or at least what could be an easy tap in. Um, last night's ref, I think you know, we may touch on it a little bit later. But it is one of those things where everybody was, you know, kind of upset at the calls that were going on, what seemingly seemed like calls going against us for most of the night. Um, You know, you even had, you know, Swiderski, uh, Soboczynski, and Kalina all get carded for getting a little argumentative, which normally they're not too bad, Uh, you know, especially Soboczynski. You don't really hardly ever hear of him getting too argumentative, and it seems like it was just boom. You know, the the cards were coming out pretty quickly. Uh, back to Capetti though I do think he would get the benefit of the doubt more I think a lot of the refs in the MLS now are they're not going to give him that call because he does have a lot and then he doesn't get the call and then he just sits there Um, You know, when he's up and moving around and he's attacking great but there are a lot of times where he's not doing that he's you know, worried about the the call that wasn't made instead of, you know, getting back uh, to either back to defense or, you know, even just completing the play that was there. Making the the argument, I, you know, I know I know it's some of the showmanship, the gamesmanship. That's all a part of the sport, but. Uh, think he needs to rein it in at first i kind of liked it i kind of you know i thought we needed a little bit more of that you know on the team but as it moves forward it's starting to grow a little old and i think we'd be better off if he kind of just he reined that back in so uh you know great player when he gets the service when he gets the ball um but but some of the antics and and the extracurricular stuff yeah we've just kind of writing that back in
2: guys I want to ask you ask you something do you think do you think like the should just designate like the captain whether it be like Westwood or whoever like if Seiko Copetti gets you know if he goes down he gets fouled or whatever tell like would it be like more beneficial like you know Enzo don't even worry about going to the ref like Put it on the captain to, to go over there and talk to the ref, um, and say, "Look, like you know, just kind of like tell him to just like either stay out of it or, <laughs> you know, you're coming out of the match. Basically, like this cool. is the captain's job. Like I don't yeah. know if that if that should happen or what.
0: Well, if you watch after that, after one of them, I don't remember which one it was, but Capetti got furious, and as back down the field, I think Westwood was gonna go talk to ref and i think he you know you'll even see westwood kind of yell at him and put his hand in his face and telling him to stop and you know he was trying to tell him hey listen don't don't do it you're going to end up getting yourself carted and tossed i think westwood is trying to take on that role i just think Capetti's play style is so ingrained and he's so hard-headed about that play style could you know you could have the guy i don't remember what coach it was but you know, you have the uh, the assistant coach for the for football who pulls the head coach back onto the field so they're not out in the middle of the thing. You know, you could have someone like that. You can have someone to put him on a leash, but I don't know if Capetti can be. I think it is gonna co- it's going to It's going to have to come from Capetti himself. Again, I think Westwood is the one that would probably try to do it. I think uh, Miram could probably have that calming presence as well. Um, but right. I think uh, you can even see it. You know, it's almost like. Westwood was uh, you know, trying to tell it trying to talk him down a little bit. He had to get a little forceful with him. And then DJ <laughs> kinda came up and patted uh Westwood on the chest and was almost like, you know what, that's just kinda futile, man. It's it's not really gonna it's not really gonna do anything. Let's just get back and play. So if anybody can do it, I think it'd be Westwood. Um, yeah, maybe maybe they need to, you know, tell Capetti, Hey, listen, you gotta cut it out. Uh, we're gonna have Westwood, or we're gonna have you know, um, if Awful's out there, we're gonna have them go talk to the ref. You need to just go back and play. Do, do you know? Do what you did on the goal scoring um, when you, call, you know, scored your goals. Just no reaction, no reaction. What do you think about that, Miles?
1: Yeah, I think that like it could be that way. I just I don't know because like it kind of bounces back and forth because you like Swiderski does it too. Like, he'll talk to the ref and complain. I'm not against that as much. I think my biggest, like, uh, frustration with it all is that, like, uh, Kopetti doesn't wait until the ball's dead to do it. Like, he's, like, the minute something happens, he does that. Notice, like, I've seen this with Swiderski. I used to think, like, Swiderski complained a lot. And then I met Kopetti. But, like... (laughs) Swiderski, like, he will play through it and then get frustrated now. He used to be the way Capetti was, and he changed. Um, Because I I used to get so mad at Swiderski. Like, he'd get so mad, and he'd, like, punch the air and walk on and stuff like that. And then he ended up playing through, and then he would complain. And sometimes it works. I mean, I know, like, if you complain about stuff, like, sometimes it works because they don't want to hear it again. Or, like, you get a call your way, and the ref just wants the good favors or whatever. But it's like i don't know i i think westwood though is that leader that's going to continue to talk because i mean he did and I, he even got a yellow card because of the talking right like uh even a few people got a yellow card for talking to the ref last night but uh it's very just i don't know i i just overall just don't know if it's how that's going to work but I'm not necessarily against one person being the one designated to talk but I because I feel like all of them are going to end up doing that but I'm worried about it like if we have another situation with the ref like that last night what if they continue to give out yellow cards you know
2: right yeah I mean if he keeps doing it like what is it if you get it's five it's five yellow cards and you're suspended right I think so and then what is it? If you get three more, if you get eight, you're suspended again. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, to, so
1: if you get three more after that, you get mm-hmm. another suspension. Oh, wow, because Derek Jones got another one last night. I was I was sitting there thinking, I was like, <laughs> well, he's got a clean slate now, right? He's already served his sentence. <laughs> he should get a clean slate. But uh,
2: I don't know how many matches, like, if they have to go, like, you know, five batches without getting the yellow card before – you know, their slates wiped clean or whatever.
1: Maybe so. I don't know. Because, like, I think it was somebody was just, like, that match would have been... They would have been cleared after that. And then the... It was either... It had to have been Derek Jones then. I think he was, like, one match. Like, if he would have made it through that match without a card, he would have been in clean. But then he got the ban because of that. I think uh, that's
0: says here if they get their first five yellow they've got a $250 fine and a suspension from the next regular season match more cards after that which is eight total is $500 and then another match and then it's another three again so 11 total the fine goes up another match and then again it goes to 13 is up to a thousand dollars and then it's another match after 13 for each two yellow cards after the player's fourth suspension, the player will be suspended from his next MLS regular season match and his fine will be doubled. So it's two thousand, four thousand, six or four thousand, eight thousand. So it's like they get three, another match. They get three more, another match. So they're on their they're on their rotation of threes now, it seems like. Hey, and regular season's
1: not the same. That's what I understood from that. Regular season and playoffs are different. So if we make it there, you know, let him get all the yellow <laughs> cards, right?
0: Exactly, but then it says here um, a player will automatically reduce his yellow card accumulation total by one yellow card each time he appears in five consecutive matches without receiving a yellow card, red card or supplemental discipline.
2: How many matches, right?
1: Five. You have to
2: go five five clean matches.
0: Okay. Get one.
1: They just need to schedule like a bunch of friendlies during the week, right? uh, (laughs) Bring in (laughs) Oh, <laughs> but, uh,
0: and they can only get it a maximum of three times throughout the course of the MLS regular season. Huh. So they can I only lose. lose.
2: Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say they can um, only lose
0: up. Yeah. Just-
1: they can only lose up to one. I'm sorry. Cut out a little bit.
0: Oh, sorry. They can only lose up to three cards total for the season.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. That is interesting, but well, you've got all kinds of. I
2: wonder. Cause was that? Was that? Or was that ref? Um. She was the ref in the last Chicago game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The last time we played them. Mm-hmm. And did she, or did she, like favor us? I mean, if so, I wonder. You know, were they like, okay, well, you were kind of favorable towards Charlotte last time, so let's not do that let's kind of bring it back <laughs> like you just don't know what goes on behind the scenes with this with this stuff
1: right I I don't know about that I, I don't recall it could have been her hmm. um, let me go back real quick Um, if that's the case here. it's kind of funny that uh, the favorite well, team if... with calls lost both games if that's the truth
0: last time we played them there were yellow cards against us two against them um, I think there were eight total last night.
1: It was a yellow card Palooza. It was just constant yellow cards. But...
2: i trying to find uh, like head to head. Let's see.
0: They had
1: um, tons of mm-hmm. tons of conversations and yellow cards
0: last yeah, night. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. It was like every other every other few minutes we were. Yeah.
1: Totally
0: had to... so, so it. was September
2: seventeenth, twenty twenty two. Um. Or at Soldier Field, right? Uh. Tory Pinzo. So that's when we. That's when we. Um, beat Chicago three to two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Sabronico so got a yellow Carol Derrick Jones um, let's see Mackenzie Games I mean but maybe but maybe what she was, was given Oh, go
0: ahead, Cal. As i to say, there there were twenty three fouls to our thirteen in that game.
2: In the twenty
0: twenty two game. Yeah, they had twenty three fouls called. We only had thirteen called. So. Hmm. We could we could dig in and find all kind of all kind of storylines if we if we wanted to. But I just think <laughs> last night wasn't a, wasn't a great game for her. Um, Think you know we've we've run into referees before, and you know you can always it, here we are. It's in a win, and we're talking about you know the the officiating. But you know right. uh, you, MLS seems to have up and down referees. I mean, you could have some of the greatest refs and then come out turn out, and it's like have they even refed a you know a ten u game at the local you know That's park?
1: True. Right.
0: So it, it it's so up and down with theirs, but.
2: And that too, I mean, it's like, if they have some kind of agenda, you know, like, that's why, that's why I think Copetti just needs to just not even say anything, you know, because you know, who knows they could come out and be like, or, you know, bam, like red card, like, because you're, I mean, I don't know if that's like, if they can just do that, like right off the cuff, but I mean. It's just not, it's just not good for him right now with, um, and I, and I understand, like, I mean, I definitely understand, like, the frustration, like, because like, we were frustrated watching it, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand his frustration. It's just like, if he's gone down easy, you know, in, in the earlier games this season, like, he's got to understand, like, all right, if I, if I did that, and then, you know, they're they're probably not going to give me the benefit of the doubt. So, you know, I just hope he, I just hope from like, from here on out, he just plays the game and doesn't worry about too much about the refs and how they're calling the game. I mean, just because they're going to, I feel like, I feel like the refs are going to do what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if you, and if you argue, I think it's, you know, if you argue, it's like, you're just making it. We're just making it worse for yourself, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... There's a lot with that. They'll have to ride, but, uh... Enough of the Copetti. Enough the Copetti. (laughs) I feel like we talk (laughs) about him all the time, which I forget it. Miles, you
2: had a hot take. You said, right, you said, um... You say you wouldn't be
1: mad if we moved on? Yeah, Central I mean, honestly.
2: that hot take?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, sort of. I'm not necessarily against moving on from him. I don't think he's bad. I just – I don't know. I just get tired of the constant – I'm not saying he's a bad player either. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, oh, my gosh. It's just – I just feel like there's higher or quality. Or he just kind of exhausting. It's just, yeah, it just gets exhausting. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty much – Good DP wise with Uszyak uh, and Swiderski, so there's only other one DP that we can get rid of, right? But yeah. like, like, or or my
2: apologies, Miles. That's a good example though. Like, look at Uszyak. Like, to, or to me, like he, like he plays or he plays through, right? Like he plays hard, right? Like mm-hmm. if like Carol or Enzo like adopt that, like. You know, they, I mean, you know, usually it goes hard and, um, I mean, look at, remember that goal, uh, what was it? The goal versus Orlando in the open cup. Yeah. Like he just, he just plowed through there. He was like, he was like, you know, forget this. Yeah. And, uh, just chips it over. And, um, so, I mean, he's, it's crazy that he's come on the way he has. Mm-hmm. So I, They just need to adopt his mindset. Just you know, just just go hard, man. Just ball out.
1: Right. We want Klaus. (laughs) Combat Klaus who says no.
2: I mean, it would be it it would be real nice if we had like somebody like Klaus or you know, like a um like if somebody built or I'm not talking about we would ever get him, but like a Lukaku, right, with like a big uh physical um strike like like um Holland. Don't
1: worry, Benzema's hey. coming. Holland's not coming. Benzema's coming. Don't worry. Who is <laughs> it? Benzema. Kareem Benzema. Benzema. <laughs> yeah. Man,
2: mm-hmm. do you know do you know what would happen?
1: I'd be going to games yeah, two
2: more. I might pass out and hit my head on the floor for it. If I heard it. If he I can tell done, you now, Madrid's
1: yeah. ready to get rid of him. Fans are. Really? Yeah. Trust Why me. is that?
2: Cause...
1: Hey, it's a different quality of player there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they expect Champions yeah. League every year. You know?
2: It's like if they haven't um or he hasn't done enough for them.
1: Yeah. it's He's had an iffy year. He's been all right, but... Yeah, they're wanting to build around that, but yeah, enough, enough about Madrid, but yeah, Benzema maybe we'll see.
2: Man, Charlotte would be lit. Charlotte would be lit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be good with it. But, you know, <laughs> well, we have our own better version. So, uh, let's uh, exactly bring it back to reality. <laughs> yeah, the future to War winner, Brandon Cambridge. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, so do you guys have any? You, you ready to move on from the? Oh, yeah, from the Copetti? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: it's blown over winter.
2: So, summer. so the third overreaction Cambridge is the guy we needed. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say about this guy? I mean, he he bought out, he bought or he bought out last night. So, Miles, what uh. I mean, is it even an overreaction? What do you think?
1: Uh, I think it's an overreaction because it's an underreaction. This man is the future. <laughs> no, I I love – I have been big on, like, getting Cambridge into the team. And, like, I know he's made some mistakes and stuff, but I just have, like, with the work ethic, with the good vibes, just – I like the guy. I've watched a lot of his interviews and stuff. And I, I'm just re- – I was really excited – and just, I even, yeah, tweeted this yes last night. I was like, I'd love to see Cambridge come in at halftime. And then he came in and that happened. And it was like, someone was like, you're a genius. And that was his words, not mine. But like. Uh, Miles, was, we
2: know we, we know you had a, uh, an earpiece going to Latanzio, So we just got to <laughs> let the people know.
1: Well, last week on the podcast, <laughs> I even said Cambridge as my honorary night. You did. Because I was like, I was like, I was like, y'all my, I think this is crazy. <laughs> but I, I said <laughs> that one. But I'm so glad that he performed and it, he did great. And I know this is like a high right now. I, I'd like to see this continue to happen and see him getting some opportunities and stuff. Because, like, I mean, there's still some young players. Like, I'm really excited about seeing more of, like, Vinicius Mello. If, like, th- they can ever figure out if because apparently there's like some heated tension between himself and Latanzio and like Ajiman. I would like to see him get in at some point, but uh, Cambridge has been like the one I'm just like, yes, I cannot wait to see. And so far, I mean, he came in last night, two goals, gets the brace after a 60 minute sub, you know, took over the game. Both of his goals, you know, they were like, it made me think about it. It's like he took the time. He wasn't just like shooting just to shoot. He took the time on both of his goals and placed it perfect. Yeah, and he was calm. Yeah, he was very calm. I know he missed like the potential tap-in in Atlanta. But like you, we'd said earlier, he said, you know, he's like, I hate that he missed it. He said, but I'm going to be back. And he did it next game. Like he came in and just, I'm excited. Especially in a time where we needed him to step up because there were so many people out. You know, Vargas, mm-hmm. Bender, Usually, um, There was so many people that are a part of the attack that were just not able to play due to injury. You're just kind of, you know... It, it just felt so... You know, not to even mention, you know, like Chini and Nuno Santos not even being a part with the club right now. There were so many attacking pieces. It was like... And that made me think of something, you know, I think Kyle was talking about earlier about like how Latonjo was managing with like all the players out. It's like, you know, we had the issue at the start of the year. It was like the defense was in shambles because of injuries and such. And now it's like our defense is coming back. Everybody's here pretty much except for Carujo, who will be back eventually soon. And now it's like everybody's been out on the offense. So it's like, oh my gosh, like it's just changed. So that's where, you know, a little more respect to LaTonzio. but I'm I'm glad he also brought in Cambridge. So I love Cambridge. You know, I had listen to some Cambridge over cheer last night. But uh, what did the uh, <laughs> what do you think causes? Now, you have to name Bank of America after Cambridge, right? You got to do that.
0: Yeah, it's it's Cambridge Castle now. Exactly. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be. I mean, go ahead and put a statue out front, put him in the ring of honor right there beside You know, uh, Sam Mills and uh, and Julius Peppers just right there beside him. Beautiful. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm I'm glad uh, Cambridge is is showing out. He uh, he's been doing it in the MLS Next Pro. Uh, You know, he was scoring left and right there, and everybody was like, "Man, we got to pull this guy back up to the first team, let him get him some reps." And uh, it's paid off for him. Um, is, is he? You know. Is he our, our answer? Is he the one that's going to save our season? Maybe. Maybe not. Um, it's good to have another layer. It's good to have a backup or a safety uh, safety plan. You know, Does he crack into the starting lineup at the end of the year? Could be possibly. Um, do I think he's you know, overtaken Juzwek's spot or any of the other people that are starting right now? Right now, probably not, but, you know, it, it's a possibility at the end of the year. He could, uh, he could possibly find himself in a, uh, in a bigger role than coming on in the 60th minute. Um, you know, coming on and, and, and basically winning the game for us. But,
1: right.
0: uh, you know, I, honestly, I, I, think he may not be the guy we needed, but he was a guy we needed. Um, mm-hmm. we do need, you know, um, we do need the guys that are not afraid to, to score. And like you were saying, the ball dropped right there in front of him, especially that second one. It dropped right in front of him. He, I mean, his touch was you know, almost perfect. It stopped right there, kind of sized it up, and found the absolute smallest window where it went between two defenders mm-hmm. on the corner of the net where just outside of the reach of the keeper. Uh, and had he missed it outside even – you know, just a foot. He was right there to clean it up, and I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised Capetti didn't stick his foot out there and try to, you know, steal the the goal from him. But you know, it, it rolled in without Capetti taking it, and you know, it, it was it was a great ball. the The first one was was beautiful as well, where he you know put that one in. But uh, that that second one was absolutely amazing, and it just shows his confidence that he has at this level that. He's not going to come in and be shell shocked. He's not going to come in and, um, you know, it was kind of like it reminded me of kind of right. It was kind of like Romero was last year, in uh, you know in the Chelsea game. He came out and you know it was you know the bright lights, the 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 big names, all this kind of stuff. And Romero comes out and draws the penalty. You know, Right. here Cambridge, the young guy, you know, comes in and and is the spark that we needed. And hopefully that can continue for him. Hopefully he can you know, continue his, uh, his hot streak, whether it's, you know, here team or even in the, you know, MLS, uh, next pro with, the with crown legacy. I just hope he can continue to, to get those, those shots and those goals so that his confidence builds even more. Uh, Matt, what do you think about Cambridge?
2: Yeah, it's, um, actually they have, uh, on MLS com right. They have, um, they have an they have an article charlotte fc's new hero brandon cambridge announces himself to mls um <laughs> let's see yeah i don't know chasey dunow is i guess the author of this but but yeah tw- so th- he's 21 years old um let's see 31 minute cameo his fourth ever mls appearance uh, let's see. In the first in which he logged more than 13 minutes. Um, only five months ago, the midfielder was still an amateur soccer player, just wrapping up a successful junior season with the University of Portland. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps held his homegrown rights, uh, but Cambridge was more focused on taking his... Pilots to greater heights in his senior year than turning pro um let's see so basically so fast forward a year and a half or just continuing the article fast forward a year and a half right now and now cambridge is in the mls record books with former la galaxy strikers latani ibrahimovic Um, let's see, because with his brace, this is from MLS Communications, but with his brace, um, Charlotte FC, or Charlotte FC's Brandon Cambridge became the third player in league history to score a game-tying and game-winning goal as a substitute within his first four MLS appearances. Uh, the last player to do so was Laton against lafc on march 31st 2018 uh so if you're in company with zlatan you're in some pretty good company right um Mm -hmm. so i mean and one thing i like about one thing i like about cambridge man is Cause he kissed the badge too. That he, yeah, he did. Then <laughs> I kissed the badge, like, and he's he just seems like he, he's um he wants to be, um, embraced by the fans and like, um. He gives love to the fans, and that, that's um when you're a fan, you know, you when you're a fan, you know, you like to see that out of some out of a player. Um mm-hmm. This Cambridge said in this article, he said um. Our fans are the best in MLS. Um, last weekend they were down in Atlanta with us, and they were louder than the whole stadium. And so he just wants to make it, you know, make the fans, uh, or he just wants to make the fans happy. So you know that's, or that's what you, you know, as a player, like as a player, like, or you got to know that people. You know they pay they they pay their hard-earned money to come to come see Charlotte FC and you know he gave them their money's worth last night and maybe a little extra so I don't as far as the, the overreaction goes like he's he's definitely the guy we needed last night now whether now whether he can continue that um, that remains to be seen but it would be you know so nice if, if these guys from uh, Next Pro can you know give us give us that security um, or that backup plan uh, you know if you know if we get any more injuries um, you know hopefully some more guys like him are able to to uh, to maybe step up and give us what he gave us. So, um, he was the man last night. Uh, Miles, what do you think?
1: Yeah, he, uh, I'm just, I'm glad that he's done that and he's made all these. And yeah, my honest thing is he's, uh, he was the guy that we needed and last night. And I hope that it continues because I'm a big fan and I think that it can continue. And you know just to have a guy come up from the academy team and you know like talk about kissing the badge that's such a big thing like uh, like just I know this is Real Madrid related but it makes me think Courtois you know he he played for Chelsea for years and he never kissed the badge but like when he signed with Real Madrid and stuff he kissed the badge which was the first time he'd ever done that and that's such a big significant thing like it means a lot you know players see that and I've seen so many videos and clips today of him kissing the badge, which I just love it. You know, it's, it makes you feel good. You know, this is the guy that's like the most, he's devoted to us, you know, and if you actually go like their most recent tweet from Charlotte is is the devoted to the crown and it's him kissing, you know, it just means a lot. And I really am rooting for him to continue this. And I hope to see... We get to see all of this, you know? And uh that's it's that's fair. what I'm excited for.
2: Man and especially like that's because his he scored both goals with his with his left foot, right? I mean mm-hmm. and like, I don't even I don't even think that's his dominant foot.
1: Yeah. Um he's and it's not just like these weren't like said tap-ins. These were very intricate shots, and he's just cool and collected. It's like when he got the ball; it's like time slowed, and he just placed it perfect. You know, it's just right. That's it, a good. Uh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, it's just like everything is just like was just moving slower, and he just got it, and everything was perfect. And it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, like a screaming shot. It wasn't like this most crazy crazy shot you know it wasn't your typical glazzo but it was just perfectly placed it was just art you know it's like it made me think of you know just perfect you know it's like the chef kiss you know and yeah. when I said yeah. it I'm doing like yeah. the Italian hand thing right now I Like right, <laughs> it was just like the chef kiss you Better know <laughs> it's perfect and yeah it was it was a good night and it was a beautiful chapter in the story that is Charlotte, in Cambridge Castle. Sure. <laughs> but oh, sure. but that kind of switching gears from the highs. There was a little bit of conversation, and this was actually discovered live on the podcast last night when me and Kyle were yeah. talking. There was a there was a comment about a particular player, um. So that particular player was Derek jones and they said that when jones is here uh we or playing he doesn't help anything and i mean they called him a bum all right just to be honest they called him a bum and said that he doesn't do anything to benefit the team so kyle we talked about it a little bit last night but uh how do you feel because the exact quote and i'm just going to go ahead is the conversation was if we're gonna win the game and he said it depends and this is his quote not mine, depends if that bum Jones is center mid or if Westwood is in. He creates nothing when on the pitch. So Kyle, what do you, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah. Just go ahead and get rid of Jones. Dude's a bum, doesn't need to be out <laughs> on the field. He offers nothing. He can't he he's a one trick pony. Um, he's horrible in in the middle of the field. You can't move him to the back line because he's horrible there. He he offers nothing to the – I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm, like, trying not to fall out just trying to say that. Literally, as soon as (laughs) (laughs) – You know, as soon as we discovered the comment, it was like Jones just went up to somebody and nonchalantly just – took the ball and and, you know there were a couple of times yeah no players without their faults and Jones has made some mistakes and yes he's gotten too many yellow cards and he got himself into you know a uh into a one game suspension but you know all of that Jones has been I mean he's been a stalwart he has been someone in the middle of the field that has kind of led the middle of the field that has been able to you know anchor the middle of the field he's a tall strong uh guy that can just command um authority in the middle of the field and and then you do have that added benefit just like last night when cambridge came on he was able to drop back right there with melanda and just anchor that line uh so and and he was able to do it on the fly you know so you know (laughs) There are some guys that we can call a bum on the team. You know, there's guys on every – DJ's not one of those. Uh, Right. I really can't – I can't say much more than that. Matt, what do you think about it?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely wouldn't say he's a bum um, because – Oh yeah, like you were saying, Kyle, I mean, what you see out of DJ is, you know, he's able to – or, you know, he's able to – You know uh, hang hang on to the ball hang on to the ball and you know fend off um you know fend off defenders Mm -hmm. um now i mean does he have bad games i mean yeah but you know that's just that's just life that's just sports but yeah i mean Mm -hmm. like and, and he can also i mean and the other thing about him is not only can he um not only can he defend, but he can also go forward as well. Um, you know, in attack. In so, yeah, I I don't really have a whole lot to say about about this one. Um, just because, like, I mean, how many games? I mean, have we lost? Have we lost a game with? with jones in the midfield i don't know i don't know if we have um, i could be wrong but
1: i'm not sure uh, about that I, I know that no uh, yeah you're right
2: what okay yeah we did lose against dc um let me see
1: but he could yeah, have been playing as who... so a back at that time I, plus there's a lot of times even he's had to move back um He's yeah, I don't moves. know if he was playing center back,
2: or yeah, I don't know if he was playing center back or. Um, let me see, but. I mean, Versus you just DC he was it, on the back line. Was he on the back line? Yeah, DC um, was
0: on
2: the back line. So I mean, it's just if you have somebody like that that's strong, you know, in the, in the midfield, can. Can you know hold the ball, you know keep you know keep uh, possession on the ball. I mean I don't have any really more to say about it. Um What about you, Miles?
1: Yeah, I think that there's not a lot to say because I think it's just outrageous. I honestly, it's when we read it I was just shocked kind of, you know, it was I, I didn't quite get the comment. Like I, I do understand that like yeah, he makes mistakes. Like yeah, he gave up like the unnecessary penalty in the one game, which we I think we ended up winning that one anyway. And there's circumstances where, you know, he's not done great as, like, a back, you know. But, I mean, he worked well, well for us last night. And uh, he plays a pretty decent, like, a, a center defensive mid, you know, and in the midfield. I think he's fine. I, I think that, you know, speaking to the exact comment, I, I think Westwood is better than Derek Jones, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they both can't play on the field together. I, I think that they... Even work well together, you know, if Westwood kind of has a more forward because Westwood is different and Derek Jones is uh, more like that defensive minded. That's why he can go back and play that center back position, even if he's not like a star center back, you know, he can fill in if needed. But yeah, I I think that this was a terrible choice of uh, hatred, I guess you'd say. Like, if you're going to be like, Oh, I Jones is terrible. Like, no. Uh, like, there's plenty of other players that you can criticize that would have more worth in those. But no, I, I don't think that that was much. But yeah, I, I just I, we had to touch on that because this is one of the biggest ever reactions we've had all season. I would say, I mean, it's it's a far fetched <laughs> comment, but but yeah. Yeah, but, I
2: think the one you're thinking about, um, Miles, was. Was the D C debacle where um where I didn't Derek Jones foul uh Funtas? Um yeah. he got the penalty. That was the That was that okay, was so yeah, we did lose one.
1: that one, but uh uh-huh. but yeah, he I mean that was the he's only basically bad thing playing that happened. Position, right? Do what? I
2: mean he's or he's uh playing or or basically playing out of position on that
1: in that game, right? So,
2: Derek yeah, Jones is playing beside right. Milanda, looks like.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah, a good example of somebody who played out of position that was bad, also is Bronico. But Bronico also plays bad in his main position. So there you go. There's a there's this, <laughs> if you're listening, guy that commented that, there's another thing that you can comment on next week. That's a reasonable thing while I'm like, you know what, you're right, right? But yeah, no. It, it was just a uh, just crazy comment, but uh, enough to the bad. What a uh, a little bit of a good controversial statement for the next one, Kyle. You what's uh, what's going on there?
0: So uh, we're, we're destined the playoffs. It's ours. It's locked. It's ready. We're we're in it. We're, we're making the playoffs. We were promised this last year. We didn't get it, and and Tepper and Cronetta, Anzia are coming through this year, and we are playoff on thirteen games in. How do you think about that?
2: Oh man, I wish the season <laughs> was over right over right now, so we'd be <laughs> in the playoffs, but. Um, <laughs> but the season you know is not over yet so I mean we're definitely you know obviously headed in the right direction um I'm not I'm not ready to say you know we're definitely making the playoffs yet because it's just um it's just too early for me right now but we're doing we're doing good right now we're doing we're doing great right now right so We just got to keep it up um keep stacking keep getting points you know the the good thing is is you know i guess i mean we won on the road we're on the road at atlanta um let's see what other what's our road record but it's just like we're getting it's just like we're getting those um we you know it kind of seems like we're getting those results that we didn't get last year mm-hmm. um especially on the road but and it seems like our home form is you know improving um yeah i'm just not i can't say it's you know playoffs are a lock right now i
0: mean
2: <laughs> it's just too early but um Miles, what do you think? Are we are we playoff
1: bound? It's not that we're playoff bound. Is the issue? It's where are we going to put the all these trophies that we're getting ready to win, right? Because <laughs> uh, you know we got banners to hang, we got names to put in the rafters, and we've got there's tons of stuff we got to figure out, right? And that's this is going to be the difficulty with Charlotte for the remainder of the year. Where's the league's cup? Where's the community shield? You know, where's it all going to go, right now? But it's I mean, it's good, right? And this is a word that, like, we're, like, very, like, don't want to mention playoffs because we're so far out. And we even, you know, earlier in the year discussed, and most of us said we don't even expect to make it to the playoffs, you know? We still have a lot of time to, you know, fizz out and miss. No, but I don't know. Halfway through the year, being where we're at, not bad. Not so bad with the terrible start that we had, right? I mean, we really rock bottom, it almost felt like. And now we're... We're competitive in the cups that we're in we're competitive in the league right now we're beating teams that we didn't think that we'd have a chance to beat for a while playoffs is looking good um like you said we set seven the future matches i mean you know it's mls anyone you face you just gotta be able to match up with and we're gonna be getting people back from injury um and everybody's got loaded schedules right now and we're rolling with it. I mean, it's, you know, we're getting the points. We've been getting three points a lot, which is great. So I say, you know, just keep pushing forward. See what we, we can do. You know, we got Nashville coming up, and then we got Open Cup Wednesday. It's a lot um, uh, in a small period of time. But I don't know. I can see the playoffs. I can smell it, you know. I can see the overpriced overpriced tickets for playoffs. <laughs> Uh, Bojangle Supreme's going up to $50, you know, <laughs> and yeah, they're
2: going to be 50 uh, bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, if we win something, how about we do some champagne showers instead of some beer showers? All right, let's not this <laughs> yeah. hundred bottles of champagne, people can just you know, spray. By the way, I just got to talk about this. I saw someone throw something they said it was a beer shower it was a very orange color liquid it looked like high sea orange or something i don't know if y'all have seen that it picture was. going around that was not beer i saw it yeah that was not beer there's no way that was beer but uh it looked like
2: fanta or something
1: yeah exactly it was like that was from the soda machine there ain't no way that was a beer but uh yeah it's I'm excited for it, the playoff, and it looks good. I would love to get in there. I just want to be in some competitive games, but, yeah. What, what are you thinking,
0: Kyle? Yeah, I was uh, I was one of those that was the, the Debbie Downer. We're definitely not making the playoffs. I don't think this squad has what it takes to make the playoffs, and they're, they're turning it around. Um, at the beginning of the year, I, I really like 538. They put a lot of stuff into their – um, to their predictions and, and a lot of times it comes out pretty decently. Well, right now they have us at a, as of, let's see, as of today, they have us at a 39% chance to make the playoffs. Um, I mean, I'll take that versus what was it? April, April the 30th, just a few weeks ago, they had us at a 16% chance to make the playoffs. Um, We've kind of bounced around.
2: Yeah. We're rising fast.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, you know, we went from a 16% May 7th. We went to 22, still the bottom of the league. Uh, May 14th, we jumped up to 34. And then this week we've jumped up even more to 39%. Um, I think other than the beginning of the year, we started out uh, at a 49% chance uh, because we did come off of a, a, you know, an off season that looked promising on paper. And then it just kind of started pretty rocky. Uh, you know, we're trending upwards, but want to call us? Uh, I don't want to call us a lock for the playoffs right now, just because we're we're a third of the way through the MLS season right now, and we've got a long ways to go. Um, we're we're in the middle of a, a tough stretch. I think it was what six games in so many days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're you know coming through the middle of that. Uh, it, it's just going to be. a tough thing let's let's see what we can do when we get through you know this part let's see what happens saturday against uh nashville uh you know the fact that we're here talking about playoffs and being at that spot on the table um is is amazing compared to where we were weeks ago three weeks ago uh i'm glad they're turning it around uh, I'm hoping we can keep this up and, you know if we can keep up the the same form that we've had we might get that home playoff game who never knows uh, but I, I'm excited to see what, what they can do um, as far as you know uh, let, let's let's go ahead and etch our you know go ahead and start selling the tickets for that for that home playoff match uh, let's let's you know pump the brakes on that and just you know uh, be prepared for the slump because it's it's gonna come. Uh, Latonio is gonna you know park the bus in the uh, 27th minute of the game, and we're all gonna come crashing back down to earth at some point in time. You know it's just it's the nature of the game. Uh, the Panthers, what was it last year? They started off, you know, looking like they were gonna get the you know you know it was it was one of those things where they started off looking like crap, and then they it around you know there towards the end of the year and yeah it's a long season you never can tell what's going to happen you never can tell what injuries are going to happen what players we you know may or may not bring in or you know send out at the next window Mm -hmm. it's 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 one of those things you just kind of got to buckle up and and either enjoy the ride or hate the ride one of the two (laughs) but you're still going to be on the ride right Uh, that's just the it's the nature of the beast being a charlotte Professional sports fan. Uh, it, it's going to be an up and down. So right now we're on our ups. Let's see what happens. Uh, we're nine
1: points away from first and five points away from last. So just remember that. That's where we're kind of setting right here in this uh, this side of the table. But but yeah, lots coming up and even more coming up. We got two matches again, as we said. I think it was uh, 25 days, eight matches. We're still in the middle of that. So we got Saturday at home at the bank at uh, May the 20th, 7.30 p.m. EST, which will be live for the live stream for that. And then on Wednesday, we're facing Birmingham Legion FC in the Open Cup at 8 p.m. We'll be live for that as well. So it's that beautiful time for predictions let's see if uh we're gonna try to jinx some more or we think we're gonna try to get it right this time what's uh what's your feeling kyle
0: nashville right now i think they have a plus nine uh goal differential which is tied for highest in the eastern conference with uh columbus Mm -hmm. Um, they they like to score goals and it seems like they like to score goals at a pretty good clip Um, I was looking at them earlier uh, that half of their games this year have been clean sheets um, and the other half that they've had someone score on them I think it's only been a few times as let's see here uh, it's only been multiple goals scored on them it's only happened once maybe once or twice Uh, let's see where they gave up multiple yeah where they gave up multiple it looks like it's only happened once this season to new york city Um, that was to new york city fc um so you know if if we are going to win this game it's going to take an absolute astounding performance by the defense to stop them because and you look at their goal scoring it's they've got two three two three don't have a game where they've scored you know that four or five or whatever but it's all constant it's all uh, consistent twos and threes Um, there's a few ones in there and they do look like they've won a couple of one nothing type games a couple of draws in there it's gonna take a game where our defense plays kind of like they did um, against Atlanta, where they're they're just you know they're getting rid of everything. Then it's going to take you know some tack on the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. to uh, to be able to break through. Again, they don't they don't they don't have too many multiple you know uh, multiple goal scoring games against Nashville. I'm gonna go with a uh, let's see. Uh, I, I, it, they it, they about ruined the uh, the call that I made the other night. Um, this is a tough one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, let's go with a let's go with a one zero Charlotte win. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can stay with that with the good mojo instead of the reverse mojo this <laughs> week. Then on the flip side of that with the Birmingham Legion, uh, let's go with a three a zero win. Couple of clean sheets here this week. I like it. what you thinking? So,
2: let's see. So, I'm just on, like, my favorite site right now. Fought But butt.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, and so, Nashville, let uh, see, Nashville's away record. Uh, let's, let's see. It looks like one win, two draws, and two losses. So, and yeah, don't get me, you know, or don't get me wrong. They're a pretty good team, Nashville. Um, and we, I don't think, or, I, or I'm not sure if they'll have um, Zimmerman or not. Uh, he may be out, but <clears throat> because if he, if he, if he does play, um, we definitely have to mark you know mark him in the box on corners mm-hmm. um because I'll let you know right now I was getting destroyed on FIFA with uh by Zimmerman with corners on <laughs> um against Nashville so you got to take him you got to take him away you know if he if he plays I'm not sure but um and then you have to deal with mutar you have to you know deal with him but um so let's see and then on the road we're looking at this um looking at five while we getting here so four four so they have a, a plus four and a minus four so their goal differential on the road right is zero um and five points um so five points on the road so, I mean, they're not great on the road, but, you know, they still, there's still a third place team in the East, so we're going we're to have to bring it, I mean, you would think it would be, a, a, you know, an electric atmosphere with, you know, maybe, you know, around 35,000 plus maybe um, at the bank, mm-hmm. so... The thing that I'm not sure about, though, is what kind of squad would Latanzio put out for this game if, because, you know, is his focus going to just, is it going to be put, you know, just go for it, go for it all, just put everybody out there for Nashville, uh, put everybody out there for the Open Cup, um, and just, I mean, I just don't know what, what kind of lineup, you know, I don't know what his, if he's being told, you know, I mean, definitely we won the playoffs and MLS and the open cup to go far in that, or even win it would be nice as well. So that's like, that's my little dilemma with this Nashville game is I don't really, I don't really know what type of lineup does he rest some of the guys, I just. Um, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say three. No, actually, I'm gonna say two. One, uh, Charlotte, in the Nashville game. Um, I predict we're gonna come out, maybe like you know, a hot start. Get get a get a fairly early goal and then either Nashville might equalize before half and then we get you know maybe somebody else comes on like a Cambridge and gets that winner for us or maybe we go up 2 nothing, and maybe we you know maybe we're defending well and then somebody like Mukhtar you know scores you know in the 80th you know 70th 80th you know up, up towards the end of the game to make it 2-1 but um, I'm gonna say 2-1 Charlotte for into the Nashville game um, and then for the Birmingham Legion yeah and I'll be honest I don't know a whole lot about Birmingham um, mm-hmm. Birmingham Legion and um, I wish Paul was on here because he might know a whole lot about a whole lot more about them than uh, than I do but um you would have to think that Latanzio goes with a strong lineup against Birmingham because we've gone with a pretty strong lineup or in all these open cup games, right? And mm-hmm. right, so um so for the for the Birmingham game, I'm gonna say uh three one we'll say three one win uh Charlotte, but that one might be that might be a tough, tough game, you know, down there, um, or down there in Birmingham. So um, definitely can't take those guys lightly. And um, Miles, what are you thinking for for these matches?
1: Yeah, I um, I think that we're gonna have to figure out what kind of balance we're gonna go in with this week because we have to play for both and i feel like we're playing for the open cup so i could see us kind of resting people um i do think that we i'm gonna say for saturday's game against nashville it's gonna be kind of a 2-2 draw is what i'm gonna go with i'm gonna say both teams score a couple goals i know that nashville doesn't necessarily give up a lot and that's where their goal differential comes in but i feel like we get a couple goals there maybe a greeted uh, goal for own goal you know but I, I feel like if we can get a point I'll be really happy with that and I do think that we're going to have to find some kind of balance with our lineup and uh, going forward and then the game against Birmingham I was looking into Birmingham and they are uh, they're, they're kind of struggling as of late they have been in a they're not on good form they've lost three of their last four games uh, so they've been kind of struggling. Their one win came against, uh, it's called Memphis 901 FC, which is in the uh, USL championship as well. So, over, which is, they're in sixth place, Memphis is, and then Birmingham's in third uh, in in the USL championship. But uh, yeah, it doesn't appear that Birmingham's in great form. They've lost three of the last four in their most recent one on the 13th so we'll have to see they're going to have a match tomorrow as well the same time as charlotte and then of course the game the big game on wednesday so i I don't know i feel like charlotte's going to plan to be we should be able to beat them pretty much anyway and i think we're going to plan to put out a better lineup for that one because this is to go to the final eight right so this is Mm -hmm. uh this is a pretty big match, regardless of who it is. I, I don't think we're going to underestimate them. I, I say we get a clean sheet, actually. I think we win 3-0 in that one. I think that'll be our focus this week. But I, I think getting the point against Nashville and then the win against Birmingham to go to the next round, I think that would be pretty huge for us this week. And uh, just to add, uh, Paul thinks that we'll have a 1-1 draw, uh, Charlotte versus Nashville. And then he thinks it's going to be a three to one win, Charlotte over Birmingham, on Wednesday. So, so yeah. And Matt, what did you say for the Birmingham? What was your scoreline?
2: Yeah, I'm saying, um, or I'm saying three one, Charlotte
1: for Birmingham as well. Gotcha. Okay, just wanted to make sure. And uh, speaking of these matches, a lot of people that could be named. Who do you all think would be the honorary knight, Kyle? Who, who's your guy this week?
0: I mean, I know, I know the, the hot pick would be Cambridge, but I I want to uh, I want to bring Westwood in. Um, Westwood to me is a leader. He's a, he's a captain. He's the guy on the field that's um, you know the one that has the, the bit you know that that big time experience. Um, so I think if we're going to continue this push towards the playoffs. If we're going to continue this push uh, through this, you know, uh, part of the, the deal that's um, a little more hectic, I think it's going to be on his uh, shoulders and on his uh, presence and his um, experience. So, I'm going to call in uh, Westwood to the table this week. Uh, Matt, who are you calling in? Yeah, let me
2: uh, – I want to say one more thing about the Nashville game mm-hmm. uh, from something I see. Um uh, from from what I've seen, it seems like they like the press a little bit more. So if if we can beat if we can beat the press and you know find find spaces, because I don't know um, or it doesn't seem like they're a team that you know sits back and just lets you have possession. So maybe that'll work. Um, maybe that'll work in our favor. Um, so maybe we can. You know, maybe play more direct and get get some through balls in the Duko, Petty, or or Swiderski, or whatever. But, um, or that's just what I see uh, from Nashville. But um, I'm gonna call. Or I'm gonna call Enzo, man. I'm gonna call him to the table to step up and, you know, show. Like to show us again, like, okay, yeah, this this past game, you know, okay, the refs or the refs weren't particularly good, but you know, I'm gonna put that behind me and I'm just gonna play now. So, I'm calling on Enzo to do that, um, because, I mean, like, are we are we all just want to see him score, like, and just. And just, like, go and just run and just fist pump and just fist pump the air and jump up, man, and just, like, you know, just energize the crowd, man. And like, I want to see that from him. Like, I right. mean, like, I just, I, that's just what I want to see. So, um, so that's what I'm calling. That's what I'm calling on to, uh, to the table to step up. Uh, Miles, what do you think? Who you got as honorary?
1: So, uh, almost doubled down, said Cambridge again. But I'm going to go Swiderski this week. I, I think that he's been – I think he's been great. I think he's been quietly great. I think he's, uh contributes a lot, and I'm excited to have him back. Uh, well, I mean, not back, but, like, I'm just excited to have him on the field and um, seeing him getting results. And kind of quietly, like I said, like, he's not, like – been the main talking point a lot he's just kind of been there but he's done exactly what he needs to do i uh, just want to thank that swiderski is uh, gonna come back for us i think he's gonna do really good for us uh maybe he and usually can connect again that he's back maybe if Uswiak is returning but yeah i'm really excited to see carol and i think that he might be a big factor whether he be a sub on both days or what i think that we will see uh cambridge getting more time this week though because yeah. i i do think that with the two matches they're gonna make some subs so people are not as tired for them but yeah i'm gonna go carol honorable mention cambridge but
0: no nah, i really hope that uh can get him some minutes during maybe not during the Nashville game but hopefully during the um the open cup game maybe Diop can get some more minutes and Latanzio can see the uh the intensity the attitude the whatever he needs to see he didn't like uh last week right. and, uh, straighten some of that out who knows
1: yeah yeah and like speaking of what Matt's choice was I would love to see Capetti come back and you know oh yeah actually win some fouls and you know have a good performance and a couple of goals that'd be great i'm that'd be awesome i'm really excited for it but yeah so uh looks pretty good looks like uh we got a good week coming up here of course i mentioned earlier I have both the live streams again versus nashville on saturday that one's gonna be at 7:30 p.m eastern standard time and then birmingham on wednesday the 24th it's going to be at 8 p.m eastern but i think alabama's in a different time zone so it'll be seven there locally but eight here so definitely we'll be back on uh, youtube and twitch for saturday maybe i'll be able to go back on facebook on (laughs) wednesday i gotta get bailed out of jail but we'll see what happens there but well i'm excited how about you
0: i'm excited let's see if we can keep this rolling uh i'd rather be excited than than how we were we go.
1: yeah it's been it's been really good a lot of wins and i want to continue this we're getting that sustained success which we've talked about so much but again thanks everybody for listening with us here uh looking forward to seeing you guys in the chat and interact with us online hope to see you soon and for the crown always and we'll see you soon